Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the word illusion, what that means from a spiritual standpoint, the illusory nature of reality, all that sort of stuff we read about. Uh, but before we get into that, go to the soon-to-be-renovated infinitesparkofbeing.com and click the About button. Read a little bit about me, what I have to offer you. Maybe you would like to start a meditation practice. Maybe you'd like to deepen your understanding of the meditation practice you already have, the understanding of the mind, maybe thought transformation, restructuring, because you've got some sort of ruminating thought that you can't let go of or even grief and loss. You can reach out through email or direct message on Instagram. If you're interested in having me come and do a workshop or a talk at your yoga school or some other institution, you can also reach out through email or Instagram direct message. That's just where I'm the most active. Okay. Oh, before I forget, go to the Patreon donate button. If you like this content, you appreciate what I'm doing, feel free to donate. I would appreciate it. Uh, You can do that through PayPal or Venmo. Um, If you're interested in participating in our first Wednesday of every month online gathering, which has been so much fun this month, January 3rd, we're doing the divine mind, how to access it, deepen our understanding of it. Uh, Subscribe to the $10 a month Patreon tier. Um, There's also an email that goes out between uh, gatherings. Also, if you would like to participate in that, but you don't necessarily want to subscribe to Patreon, you can pay a one-time $20 uh, through PayPal or Venmo, just be sure you get me your email address so I can send you the correct link to the Google Meetup. Um, also, newly redesigned store. There is actually yoga gear now that's going to be on there. Uh, right now, the Victory Yoga Gear is up there. Uh, really cool, really proud of it. Um, and a bunch of new t-shirts, a bunch of new artwork I've been working on, and more to come. Okay, illusion. Um, Illusion means anything that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived by the senses. And when we hear the word, this, uh, the term, our senses, um, uh, attachment to the senses, things like that, especially in the spiritual literature, a lot of times people think about sight, smell, touch, taste, all that kind of stuff. But it really means something deeper than that. It's referring to the nervous system itself, um, the way we feel. Can we resist urge? Are we a slave to the urges of our body that, you know, you feel so angry that you have to say something, you feel so attracted that you have to do something that you can't just give it a beat? Um, That's what it means. Now, when you think about anything that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived by those senses, the nervous system, that gets much more interesting. Um, To use myself as an example, uh, due to events of the past in my childhood, um, a lot of my young adulthood, uh, teenage years uh, around there, I was very aggressive, um, hyper alert, uh, quick to anger, lashing out, um, irritable. <laughs> um, some of my close friends testified to that. Uh, and that was due to essentially stuck data that was in my mind, um, past events that went into the subconscious and created a perception of the world that was largely that it was all threats and adversaries. And um, I've heard all the whatabouts and the what ifs and the yeah buts when it comes to this. Um, so if you have those, always 
message me, email me, and we can talk about it. But um, it was this lack of safety that I experienced as a child. Um, and it wasn't at the hands of my parents. It was in the church and school, which was the same institution for me. Um, so this ongoing theme of danger, uh, lack of safety, everything that comes along with that, as you can imagine, um, that happened, yes. And this isn't to dismiss our past or, or things that have happened to us, but it's not happening now. And there's a lot of peace, beauty, and safety in the present moment. And to shatter that with the danger of the past is, is sad. Um, because when I react to the beauty and peacefulness of the present moment, to anything of the present, and I, and I react to it with the aggression of the past, the fear of the past, all these things, then I keep alive in me the peace of my mind, the karma that experiences that. If I want to experience safety, I can't act as if I am unsafe. That is karma, right? If I continue to act as if, then I will continue to experience as if. And that's what we've later called cognitive behavioral therapy. I'll say it again because I love repeating it. But uh, meditation, shamatha, became mindfulness. Pranayama became breath work or cardiac coherent breathing. Um, and karma became cognitive behavioral therapy. Yes, the clinical institutions are shitting all over these things, in my opinion. Um, especially by not giving people access to the original literature. Or at least, I mean, everyone has access to it, but not, you know, but by not like saying, hey, this is, we didn't think of this, you know. Um, that's my own tirade. I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> um, but uh, this idea of the illusion, if I'm feeling due to my mind's perceptions of the world around me that this is unsafe when I'm not really in danger, then I'm living in an illusion. Uh, we've all thought someone meant something by something or that they said something and we misunderstood it or we thought one thing meant what. We've all had a misunderstanding. In those moments, you were in an illusion and that is all of three-dimensional reality. So, you know, we were talking last night about, or no, actually this morning, about how, you know, yoga teachers, these people will talk about the illusion and it's illusion, but they don't explain what it means. And I think, I don't, I don't think they know what it means. And you can imagine me sitting in these yoga classes, you know, trying to touch my forehead to my knee and they're just saying some cockamamie shit where I'm like, you're, you're missing the fucking point. And I want to come out of the pose and go, all right, everybody stop. This is what they mean, but I don't. I just sit there and sweat and pull on myself. <laughs> but um, but it's, and, it, and I believe that it's largely because they didn't seek out a qualified teacher. Um, I did. I was obsessed. Uh, we were talking about this at the last gathering, or maybe it was in the last gathering, it was a one-on-one -on -one session with somebody, but that I was, you know, at, one point in my life, at one point in my life, living in this place where it was like this vortex of spirituality, and I had access to all these teachers, and if you had a thing, 
I wanted to go hear it. I wanted to know what you thought about it. I, and it, that, I was very fortunate in that way. So I was very lucky, right? Um, but it's a shame because a lot of people are just getting their information off of YouTube and their yoga teacher and maybe Eckhart Tolle, I don't know. But the illusion isn't, and also it doesn't mean, you know, when I've used this word in the past, uh, especially in the mental health and addiction field with people that are just very angry, you know, they'll put their hand on the table like, well, this isn't an illusion. Well, that uh, illusion doesn't mean invisible. That's not what that means. You're thinking of a hologram. And I didn't call this a hologram, um, which takes me on a different track because uh, some of you will think that you'll refer to this as a hologram. Okay, there's a book called The Holographic Universe. All I can remember about the author is last name is Talbot. I think that would mean this. Okay. Uh, if you have a holographic plate and the laser hits the plate and produces a picture of an apple, um, if you take that plate and smash it up, cut it into four pieces, the laser hits each place or each piece and creates the whole picture of the apple, meaning that the information of the entire apple is within all of the fragments. Indra's net of jewels. So, again, you got to crack these things open and really read them. And when somebody just on YouTube starts talking about illusions and holograms and simulation theory, drag your feet a little bit, you know, maybe crack open one of the Vedic pieces of literature and just skim through it first before you go off into crazy town. Um... So we are living in an illusion. I have experienced the illusion. I experience the illusion every day. It's when you don't, you know, but it's when you misunderstand, when you misread, when you, feel, it doesn't mean that like you walk in the house and you think somebody farted, but they're actually making broccoli or cabbage. That's not the illusion of the senses. It's, you know, that your nose is experiencing an illusion. We think it's septic, but it's actually this vile green vegetable, broccoli. Um, Misunderstanding, believing that I'm not safe when I'm perfectly safe, believing that I'm going to be fooled at any minute, that everyone's out to get me. In fact, we're <laughs> along the same lines talking this morning where, you know, um, my girlfriend keeps a file. She's the director of HR, so she has files on me, but she saves quotes and things, and one of them. I said today, she's like, this is going in your file. I said, you know, when I met you, you were so kind and so nice. It was very disturbing. And it was that, but what I meant was, um, it's like, and at the last gathering, one of the participants and I were talking about how we kind of come from the same world of like punk and hardcore. And it's like our knee jerk reactions, fuck you, fuck this. If you're nice, you're sick. Like, and and what that is, is that's this illusion that niceness is inauthentic and that kindness is inauthentic. And, and it's probably because um, in the past, when I've been kind, it was not authentic. Um, when I was being nice, it wasn't authentic. Maybe that's it. Or it's the fact that as a kid, maybe people were really nice to us. And they were very kind. And that kindness and niceness led to being mishandled as a child, which then creates another aversion to niceness and kindness and sweetness. Um, 
it's interesting. But, you know, I don't believe we ever escape the illusion. I, well, I don't think we can because when we think of the word Maya, the illusion, this is, uh, you know, what they would explain in the Vedas, uh, Krishna or God's illusion. This is all from Vishnu, the aspect of God that sustains life. And this is all of God's illusion. It's, the illusion is not, it's supposed to be here. You'll never escape it. You're in a human body. The human body itself is an illusion. Um, it's wrongly perceived by the senses. We see things as solid when it's just a bunch of vibrating dots, but that's what we're supposed to, right? Um, but the spiritual practice, any practice, if it's a quality practice, is meant to remove the illusion. Um, I was writing about this in the new book, which incidentally will be titled Awaken. Um, Awakening, I don't remember. It's one or the other. But it's the idea that these practices are meant to remove the illusion so that we can see things clearly. And it doesn't mean that the illusion isn't here. It doesn't mean that you now see everything as vibrating dots and you just float up above life, you know, just you know, an altitude high enough that you don't have to pay taxes and get your heart broken. No, it's not that. It's that you see it clearly and you see your own responses to things as possibly not correct, you know? Um, I was talking to a, a client last night and she said, and if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, that's their perception, perception, and it's not correct. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Perceptions aren't correct or incorrect. They're just perceptions, right? So this illusion isn't good or bad. It's not correct or incorrect. It's just what it is, you know? Um, anything that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived by the senses. But we take illusion as this negative thing. We take karma as a positive or a negative. We take... You know, the word subjective as being bad, whereas like, you know, when things are objectively real, they're better somehow than things. It just is. And the whole spiritual path, the, 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 the practices, the, the route up the mountain is about seeing things as they are, which doesn't mean, you know, to remove the illusion and see things as they are. It doesn't necessarily mean that, like, again, we just see swirling dots in light. It just means that, oh, this is probably an illusion or this is an illusion. So what's another way I can think about it? If there's another way I can think about it, let's take that route instead. If there's another way to perceive, regard, understand, and interpret this data that's coming into me, then let's do that, right? Let's, let's take that route instead of the same one that we take all the time. When we don't have a practice or a way of like seeing the illusion, creating space enough to respond differently and do something different, then we experience the same thing over and over again. You know, there is a perception in the mind, then the nervous system responds to that perception, and then the mind starts to think about the response of the nervous system. Now we have this feedback loop. And that feedback loop is what spiritual practice is meant to break or remove us from or at least extricate us, uh, our awareness at a place where we can see it instead of being in it. 
you know, you see that it's happening and you, you know that it's happening and, and you just take a beat, you know. Um, so illusion, anything that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived by the senses. So in the spiritual literature, when they refer to this as an illusory field or whatever, that's what they mean, right? Don't, you don't have to make it a, not, it doesn't have to turn into simulation shit, just it's an illusion. And it's, again, it's not to dismiss it, right? Um, and our senses isn't necessarily what we smell and see and hear and taste and touch. It's also the nervous system itself, you know? Um, a, a good one. Okay. Um, all right. So I went to a child's uh, recital, like a, a, a Christmas pageant thing. Um, and we're sitting there and I, my nervous system started to respond to something in my subconscious. I have a lot of, um, memories of these being in these pageants in the church and the things that weren't great that went along with it. Uh, the abuse that was around the people that were doing it, that were involved in the, the abuse that took place before, right? It's just, it's, it's a lot, Right. Um, I hadn't been to a kid's pageant ever. So I went and I started to, my body started, I was having this moment, I was hyper alert, everything was crazy. And I just started slowing my breathing down and breathing and breathing and breathing. Uh, and then, you know, my girlfriend starts talking to me and it, it kind of pulled me out of it a bit, which was good. But in that moment, my mind and my body were convinced that I was in danger but there's enough of me touching the divine mind to know that I'm not in danger. Nothing's going to happen. But I was darting my eyes a lot. And then when I noticed it, because there's enough space, I've practiced creating space. So I go, oh my God, you're doing the thing. So it's like, okay, just hang out with your breath. That danger I felt was an illusion. I was living in the illusion in that moment. Okay. And somebody could say, well, I was actually, because I, I could say, you know, well, this is why I was acting that way. And, and I was abused and da, 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 You're not now. Do, what kind of experience do I want? Well, I want a, a, a safe, I ended up having a great time, right? That's, and that's due to a dedicated, persistent spiritual practice. So, um, illusion, anything that is or is likely to be wrongly, Anything that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived by the senses, the senses not just being our five senses, but also our nervous system itself, um, the way our body is feeling, are we, you know, is that real? Is it valid? You know, goes back to wanting your feelings validated. Do, did I want my feeling of danger and fear to be validated in that moment? Or maybe I didn't, and it was good that they weren't validated, because that means I got to enjoy a really funny little pageant by a bunch of little kids. Okay. Um, again, if you're interested in booking one-on-one -on -one sessions, meditation, uh, thought transformation, restructuring, grief and loss, spiritual mumbo-jumbo, <laughs> go ahead and reach out via Instagram, or um, just because that's where I'm most active. There is a Facebook, da-da-da. But uh, reach out, uh, direct message, or email me. Go to the About button there at theinfinitesparkofbeing.com. Again, workshops, speaking engagements, email, Instagram. And uh, yeah, check out the new shop. 
I'm really happy with it. I've got a new shirt I'm going to put up there today. It's really cool. Um, and the yoga gear. There's more to come on that. I'm excited. I like, I like making it. I like designing it. Uh, the one that's up right now is called Victory. It's got palm fronds on it. The palm frond is the symbol of eternal life, victory, triumph. Um, also uh, was waved around for good luck and to ward off evil. I'll <laughs> from ancient Mesopotamia and Egypt. It's pretty cool. Um, some fun evil eye t-shirts. Hamsa, of course. And uh, I have changed don't sprinkle shit seeds in my garden or whatever the shirt you say to. Fun fact, I didn't realize this, but that shirt was being blocked from marketing by Store Envy because it had the word shit on it. Um, but uh, I, well, it says, my garden, my dreams. Right, so you get it. And uh, the book's coming out. Awaken, Awakening. I can't remember what I named it. I was working on the cover the other day. It's one of those. Um, and it, it's, I'm, I'm proud of it. Right now I'm writing about the practices and, and what what I want to put in there. So uh, Patreon, join us. If you're interested in booking one-on-one time with me, reach out. Workshops, reach out. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.